On 11-16 SEM, the Four Diego's. G'day amigos and welcome to the Four Diego's final whistle here in 11-16 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you on this Friday night and uh, before we move on to introduce the other boys, congratulations on a good call by the SEN call team. Ed Wyatt, Grant Brebner and JP Howcroft doing the job uh, when Melbourne City defeated uh, Perth Glory 5-1. It's a procession. Pardalu, Chapman, Fornaroli, Novillo and Moy scored for Melbourne City and uh, Sydney Schiola scored for uh, Perth Glory at Amy Park in front of uh, nearly 6,000 or should we say 5,993. So there you go. Um, 5-1 to Melbourne City. There, cock-a-hoop. Vinny Venezuela, hey. welcome to the show. Rodrigo, my big dream is uh, to sit alongside... Grant Brebner and talk football. <laughs> but, but. Excellent call, Grant. Well, I reckon we can make that happen at some stage. Surely. Just give Ed Wyatt a call. Ed, Ed'll set that up. Surely. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make it happen. All right, Damn excellent. It. <laughs> excellent. Carlos Alberto Diego, you're here tonight and uh you're happy. Yes, and I just want to thank with all my heart mm-hmm. Melbourne City team for winning tonight. <laughs> Which means we don't have to go two hours of talk back <laughs> of just stripping this club apart, breaking him down, sacking people. Tonight, it's all about gush. Okay. I'm going to gush. <laughs> We're awash with, with gush tonight. Oh, because to I'm going to gush over Melbourne City. Carlos, there are Melbourne City fathers explaining to their little kiddies, <laughs> yeah. this is what winning feels that's like. Right. That's right. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it feels like. Laddie. And on Laddie. that note, and on that note uh, Warren Diego, you're here. You decided to turn up tonight, as you have been, but... Uh, you know, you're happy. You're very happy, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on, Warren. No, no, you've got to keep a lid on it. Yeah, you keep a lid. Don't yeah, keep, no. Don't, listen, no. you're on the radio show. Yes. And two weeks ago, you ranted, right? <laughs> I ranted. You have the, you know, you had, you, you took it to a certain level of uh, of audio mm, when you yep. ranted. Yep. Oh, I, there I, were photos. Right, there was photos. <laughs> there was photos. So you have to, and I think there was spit too yeah, at the same spit, time. Spittle. They had to change all the mics in the studio. <laughs> we had to wear raincoats in the studio with spitting so much. So you have to have as much joy <laughs> yeah. than you had the anger. Be yeah, that father. Be no, that just, father explaining I, I, to their child, we, this is what happy feels like. Yeah, we... Just, I want to say to John Aloisi, that was a good anti-footballing performance <laughs> last night by Melbourne City. Is, is, that, you know, is, that, a, is that a swipe at uh, Johnny Aloisi? Uh, it is, but we like Johnny. And yeah. I think I think there was a little bit of embellishment last week when he said that they played anti-football. But I tell you what, I don't know whether triumvirate is the word. No, it's actually triumvirate. Is it? Yeah. Three. 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 Is yeah, it three? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about three? Navio, Fornarelli. <laughs> oh, the prongs. Fornarelli. Fornaroli. Fornaroli. Some, they'll, eat you up. they'll eat you up, Warren, if you get, get no, the surname no, wrong. That, no, that's how they say it in Argentina, apparently. Right, yes. Or Uruguay. Fornaroli. Fornaroli. <laughs> that's Fornaroli. How they, it's exactly well, how they say it Grant in Argentina, said, Carlos. Is it Novello or Navio? Navio. No, well, Fornaroli, yep. Navio, yep. and Aaron, look at Moy. Hey. <laughs> Very nice. That Very. is just, they yep. are outstanding. I can say, though, I can say this. They copped two goals within a minute. Yep. One that was disallowed and one that went in the back of the net. Me in Perth. 
Perth scored those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melbourne City yeah. copped those two goals. And it was just through absolute lack of concentration and just... Yeah, and if I don't, I don't get that you, out... You, can't, you cannot blame the defence when there was an offside goal. They, 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 they held a, a really lovely line... And Swait was offside. Yeah, so then, what else do you want them to do? You oh, know, well, Carlos, when you were little and you did something wrong and your, your old man just you know, clipped you on the back of the head, yep. that's what's going to happen to Thwaite. <laughs> <laughs> because he was the one who... It's who, true. I'd be interested to know, not, uh, not from Melbourne City fans, I'd like if you were there to tell us how good they were. Yeah. But I'd like to know from the unconvinced, possibly. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that this is something that they can build on, and are they good enough? Can't be sure. I, I can't trust them. <laughs> they're, they're, they're on, they're a, a, <laughs> they're on a, a one-game winning streak at the moment, two games without losing, <laughs> and until they get five or six in a row wins, I can't trust them. Okay, we're going to take your calls tonight on 94291116. We want you to give us a call. Um, and what is the hotline tonight, boys? Because it's a bit of conjecture as always. What are we going to go with? No, no. no I'm going to introduce Warren on this one because okay. it's the, in 22 years of doing radio, <laughs> he contributed this perler right. for the first time in our production meeting. All right, let's go, Go Warren. ahead, Warren. Okay, What's our hotline? The, it's the Look at Moy <laughs> hotline. Look at Moy, look at Moy, look at Moy. How good is the boy? All right. And how and, and look at Moy in relation yeah. to Melbourne City as well. Are 19. they too reliant? Are they... They, it, they had too many more things to it. Yeah, Nine, no, it's, look just, at Moy Hotline. Absolutely. Okay. 94291116. And also your text messages on 0433981116. It is the final whistle, so you make up an important part of this show tonight, 94291116. You've got to be happy tonight too because the original hotline was the We Are Happy Hotline, yeah. wasn't it? So um, That's the one. See, Pedro on the panel, yeah. that's music for you, Warren. And now he's bopping in the studio. He's bopping now. I've got a, no, I have got a story about that song, but I, I actually that is one of the best songs <laughs> yeah. to oh, run. No, no, it's one of the best songs. It's, it's to one run. of your disco stories. It's is it? one of the best songs to do exercise to yeah. that I've ever known. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Oh, because go. I remember a time in South Africa, I was walking alongside Warren, <laughs> and he just <laughs> casually turned to me and he just said, out of the blue, "I quite like Michael Bublé." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that must have been that must have been rare because most of the time it was you three and me by myself. But that's all right. <laughs> I know that's a private story. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. It is the Look at Moy hotline, and let's go to Tom in Greenvale. Uh, wants to talk about uh, City's defence. G'day, Tom, and welcome to the Four Diego's final whistle. G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good. Good. Thank you. Good, good performance by Melbourne City, but uh, Warren was right. The defence is, you know, is looking a bit, still a bit ordinary. Come on, Tom, you won five one. You won five one, Tom. You're the first caller Forgive. tonight. Forgive. <laughs> you, you got to gush, gush, Tom. It's Come on. A bit pre- premature, guys. We gush when we win four in a row. Then we gush. Yeah, I agree. With, Tom, I agree with you, Tom. That, with that. So, what do you want? I mean, the, look, the defence. You got Franich who's still underdone, but I thought he'd do well tonight. Chapman scored a goal. I know, I know that's not part of the, the, his defensive duties, but he scored a goal. He's, he was very, very good in, as an individual defender. Jacob Melling is a star of the future and, and did a couple of nice things. And I thought Clisby was pretty good. But I think collectively, Tom, you're right. Uh, at times, they, they get caught square. And in the first half, I think, um, I think Harold got through once or twice. But look, in the end, Tom... 
you know, you scored five, they got one. You know, they really didn't test Sorensen that much. Uh, he had to make a couple of saves, but uh, but I see what you're talking about, Tom. Maybe in the analysis on Monday, you can drop into JVS and talk to him about that. Uh, Tom, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it uh, Aaron Moy who didn't uh, follow the the Perth guy who scored? I can't remember. Who was it that scored for Perth? Uh, uh, Sydney. For Sydney. Sydney yeah. Scholar. Yep. We we were a bit soft on the left. Left back was 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 lacking a bit, and Frank and and Franich was a bit light on in his legs. You saw he had to, yep. couldn't run in the second half, so yep. we are still soft in the back. Yeah, and you got to look at Kiz Norbo's out. Uh, Aaron Hughes, we haven't seen much of him at all, but uh, apparently he's a uh, he's a good plus for you. So I think there's a lot of upside, Tom. But five one, I'd take that if I were you. Absolutely, and the upside in terms of Ivan Franich, mate, you've got to be happy about yeah. that, Tom. Yeah, look, I'm happy with with Ivan Franich, but you know, like I said, he needs a bit more time, and uh, let's not get too excited at the moment. The midfield and, and the forwards did really well, but we're still we're still uh, you know, if we had to come up against the victory tonight, guess what? It wouldn't have been five one. Six five. <laughs> Six five for victory. So, are you saying that as a City fan at five one, you were still worried that you're going to lose? <laughs> Oh, well, you tell me. If you're at the game and, and then they score a goal uh, just before half-time, I didn't think it was uh, something to start waving the flag about. Yeah, it was a, yeah. was a bit, given that one yeah. had just been disallowed as well, so I can see why you would have been a bit nervy. Yeah, look, I, I understand the lack of trust, Tom, but, uh, but look, I'll win a few in a row and you'll be fine. Thanks for your call, Tom. You did mention the word happy and that's all we wanted. <laughs> so there's Tom in Greenvale. I'm kind of happy. Let's go to Ralph in Frankston and... Uh, Wants to talk about uh, the man of the match tonight. G'day, Ralph, and welcome to the show. G'day, guys. Just a few things tonight. Uh, firstly, two weeks ago, we were walking out of the ground thinking, why do we still come and watch this side? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just want to know how they picked Jacob Melling as man of the match. Okay. Uh, on the, at the game? Oh, sorry, did Fox Sports do that? Did no, they? no, Fox Sports uh, picked Aaron Moy as the okay. man of the but match. But don't, don't the fans pick the man of the yeah. match... Uh, which which fans were they talking to about uh, that? Well, I'm not sure. I've got no idea. But I thought that was a, a fan's uh, vote that comes yeah. up on the big screen. I don't know which fans picked him. Anyway, yeah. what are your thoughts on uh, the lack of active area tonight as well? Yeah, no, that's a bit disappointing. I mean, did, did they, sorry, Ralph, did they, did they come back at all? I mean, did, they, did they turn up at all, the active uh, boys? Not really, no. Okay. No, yep. no. There's a few people in that area that were uh, chanting after half time when we were one up, yep. but that was about it really, so it wasn't um, pretty disappointing, and then they took all the signs down that some of the blokes uh, brought up about uh, uh, the terrorists, not terrorists, and um, mm. you know, some other stuff at the start of the game. Yeah, no, I'm not sure, because they're, they're the active fan group down the Yarra end of the ground, and I must admit, I was at home watching the game, didn't get there tonight, but I was surprised that I didn't see them. Now, look, I agree with the Vinny theory. you got to you got to show your love rather than, you know, show your back. And that's one thing that the active fan groups have got to get to the game. And they are... These guys aren't happy, Warren. I mean, really, the FFA have not come out. They've not, they've not come out and uh, um, recognised the fact that there was an injustice here. And the fan groups feel that it, has not been, you know, it hasn't been addressed. So what do they do? Uh, people say they should go and... and, uh, and, and um, and support their team, which is a, it's a very, very good way of doing it, no problem. Uh, but that's what they felt like they wanted to do. They've 
every right to do it, and I'm not going to criticise them for it. I don't have a problem with them yeah. um, walking out if that's what they want to do as well. I, I guess you, you sometimes risk that people won't really miss you when you're gone Absolutely. either. Absolutely, yep. that yep. If that's the case, then you're kind of um, yep. you, you're hurting your own sort of uh, agenda in, in some ways. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Thanks for your call, Ralph. If you uh, were one of those active uh, supporters who didn't turn up tonight, uh, give us a call, 94291116. Tell us why you did it, uh, you know, what, what point you were trying to get across and, uh, and how, many of, how many you think stayed away tonight. Let's go to Joe in Mount Martha on the Look at Moy hotline. G'day, <laughs> Joe. How you going, guys? Yeah, good. You want to talk about uh, Bruno? Yeah, look, it was a good win, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm driving back to my Martha, and I guess a bit happier than, than a couple of weeks ago, but is there a better scrapper in the A-League than Bruno? He just does not give up that bloke. He's unbelievable. He's fantastic. Even early in the game there, uh, Joe, when he was a little bit quiet because Navia was doing well, Gamero was doing well, Moy was just controlling everything. I was thinking, oh, Fornaroli's a bit quiet, but then he just comes up with this sublime finish. He's such a fantastic player. And when they get the back half right and everyone's fit and raring to go, this City team's going to be a good one. But I'm keeping the lid on it too, Joe. Yep. I'm keeping the lid on it. The work ethic of Bruno is just magnificent. Mm. And yep. great feet. He's got great mm. feet. Yeah, yep. terrific. Good on you, Joe. Good yep. on you, Joe. Drive carefully, mate, and thanks for calling the Diegos. Um, you're happy, and that's a good thing. So uh, the uh, Look at Moy hotline, 94291116. Give us a call because uh, Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory 5-1 tonight. You should be very, very happy. Let's go to Bo in South Melbourne. G'day, Bo. Welcome to G'day. the final whistle. G'day, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Um, now, as a Melbourne Victory fan, I really can't wait for Moy to go to Europe sometime in January so I can actually start liking him. <laughs> He's an incredible player, and I would... Uh, Oh, I wouldn't say I'd take him in a heartbeat because I can't really see him getting ahead of uh, Carl Valeri and uh, Danny Piper, but he is a very, very good player and uh, one I look forward to watching in the green and gold for a few years to come. Mm. Carlos, is that hate respect? I think that's hate respect, yeah. Bo, uh, by definition. <laughs> now, Bo, um, uh, I think Ange came out, Ange Postacoglu came out this week and said that Aaron Moy is not only the... Oh, what Best, the actual, it, no, yeah. he's not just the best Australian player in the A-League. He's the best, best player in, in the A-League. A-League. So you, you disagree with that, Bo? Uh, oh, obviously, of course. <laughs> I think I can uh, count about 23 Melbourne victory players in the squad that just uh, edge him. So <laughs> it'd have to be about 24. Yeah. But he, he's a joy to watch tonight. He had a hand in about four of the goals. I think he scored one and three of the assists. So And some of the stuff he was doing on the ball tonight... He should have more babies, I think, because uh, he's also become a father this week, and uh, you'd think that uh, that might he might be a bit pre- too preoccupied to play well tonight. But Jesus, he's probably his best game tonight, I thought. Even though Perth did give him uh, acres of space on the field, I think he's uh, pretty much the equivalent of Barisha at Victory in the sense that uh, he wins them games, and you know he's he's the X factor. Even though I think Victory's got a, a deeper squad and more people to draw from to do that for them, but in terms of someone that uh, really does make a difference. I think Moy probably is up there, and, and I lean towards victory. But I, I, I personally can't wait for victory to buy him and for him to <laughs> come to the better squad because that's another bottle of wine Warren will owe me. <laughs> Good on you, both. Thanks for your call. Hey, uh, Luke in Ballarat wants to talk uh, to the Diegos and our listeners. Let's, g'day, Luke. Welcome to the Four Diegos final whistle. Thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, just in, in the car on the way home again. I oh. rang up a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the lack of personnel we had a couple of weeks ago. We had a, a lot of disgruntled supporters. 
um, you know, what a change a few extra personnel make. It's uh, true, and, and I, I heard a rumour, Luke, that you didn't get past Bungaree. <laughs> you, you actually didn't get. You, you actually stayed in Bungaree for two weeks because you couldn't show your face in Ballarat after that performance. <laughs> Did you stop in Gordon? <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe way home. I just didn't leave the house, but that's alright. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Mate. Look, it, and we, we we urged you off from from memory to stick with them, and you have. And look what they did tonight. Yeah, that's it, mate. I got nothing better. To do. Don't want to stay on with the missus. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, by the way, Luke, uh, obviously for you to turn up and watch the game, you weren't part of the active supporter group, or no, you are? No, no, like, no. So the other end, mate. what are your thoughts about you know the, the the supporter the active supporter group really having a night off? Oh, look, I think it's completely yeah. They've got the absolute right to do it. You know, they're not happy with the way they've been treated, and you're not going to show up to the game if you're not happy and. Uh, yeah, you know, they've got to prove a point because something needs to be done about it. Yeah, no, I, I, look, I, I don't know where I sit. I, I just like people who love the game going to watch the game. And, I mean, I suppose, you know, collectively what the FFA could have done is support them more actively. But I hope that whatever protest it is, it doesn't go on for too long. It's going it to linger. Does... Unless it's re- resolved, it's going to linger. Warren? Thanks for your call, good. Luke. And uh, you and your mates drive carefully on your way back to Ballarat. and uh, keep on. Yes, <laughs> good on you, Luke. Um, hey, uh, just make sure you follow the twi- uh, the Diego's on Twitter at Four Diego's is our Twitter handle. Vinny Venezuela, what's happening? Yeah, here's one from uh, Matt Cox who uh, wrote uh, about the the walkout. Uh, it was pox. <laughs> Only hurt their fellow fans at the game by not providing a better atmosphere. Did nothing. Mm. You know that word, that that word is straight but, out of us growing up, yeah, isn't it's it? True, it's yeah, not used yeah, these yeah. days normally. Mm. There you go. Um, at Four Diego's, make sure you uh, check us out. On Twitter. Can I just say, Rodrigo, I think people should employ me to read out tweets because I, I add a little bit of emphasis. I bring it alive. <laughs> oh, look, make yeah. sure you do yourself evaluation yeah. of Vinny Venezuela. <laughs> I'm going to go on Q&A. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just... yeah. No, if you think Vinny's a good twit. Uh, tw- tw- hey, <laughs> hey, take it easy. <laughs> um, let's go to Brad in Port Melbourne. Uh wants to talk about uh, the active area tonight. G'day, Brad. How's it going, boys? Yeah, very well. Yeah, I was sitting in the Yarra and tonight and, um, yeah, the crowd was definitely down. Um, one thing that was interesting to me, which um, perked my ears up a bit, there was a small, probably 20 or 30 people, and um, they were protesting, and they were actually protesting about bringing a sausage stand back um, behind the goals. <laughs> they kept on saying, where is the sausage stand? And they were saying, bring back the sausage stand. I don't know most of the game about it. Um, I just thought I'd ask the listeners, so I had no idea what they were talking about. Bring back the sausages, they were saying. Oh, so, really? Yeah, not no. sure. Not, not sure. Yeah, not sure either, Brad. But, uh, but at least well, they were there. Yeah, yeah I, I, we we advocated for the peanut guy to come back for a long, long time. But uh, no, the but pumpkin seeds guy. The then anaphylaxis just took, <laughs> yeah. took control of the whole <laughs> state. True. And that's right. It would have been. Yeah, we'll issues. have to look. Well, you've thrown it out there, Brad, and I'm sure that a listener, will, you know, will ring in and solve that problem for us. But uh, they don't know anything about the sausage stand. Put it that way. Good on you, Brad, and uh, thanks for that on yeah. uh, the. <laughs> Look at Moy Hotline. Hey, we're taking your calls right throughout the night on 9429 We'll also check out your uh, your SMSs on 0433981116. Just a quick one here. I went to uh, a Football Federation Victoria function today, a community in business. It was a really well-run event, and uh, thanks to Anthony Grimmer, who uh, looked up, who actually we interviewed uh, 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 a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, no, thanks for that, uh, Anthony. I had a really good time, and uh, it was great to see. Ange Postacoglu was yep. there. Some of the greats, Alan Davidson. How about the food? The food was sensational. Five courses. 
Well, no, stop short because I, I need to. Did they, did they bring out the roast pig at the end with the <laughs> apple in the mouth? Yeah, no, no. It the Bombalesca? Hey, actually, it was, it was yeah. high class, yeah. uh, Carlos. So, but, you know, George Zanikian was yeah. the MC. George Capignaras ah, was the entertainment. Hilarious. Very, very funny. Yep. It was a wonderful event. So, congratulations to the team at Football Federation. How about point Victoria? of action for the boys at the FFV? That was a great. I mean, I, I, I've heard about the, the whole setup and what it, what it was all. And everyone's talking about it on social media. Is there anything anyone can do? Uh, to hook into this, uh, Rodrigo. Well, well, I think I think if you're a, if you're a business and uh, you're in a community and you've got a football club in your community, um, make sure you connect with them. This is all about making connections with the you know there's so many uh, hundreds of thousands of people participating in the sport and showing the value to businesses um, to connect with that. Those kids and their parents and and their wider network. So this is all about making sure that you know the sponsorship mm. money that that is around stays in football. So now, Rodrigo, it was really any, really good. If there's any businessmen out out there yep. that are looking to take your advice, what should they do? Well, they they should certainly uh, call Anthony Grima um, at uh, it's a Grima at ffv.org.au. Make sure you uh, check out Anthony. He's a good bloke, and uh, we'll take your call. Okay, we need to take a break now and come back with more of the Four Diego's final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Our team, we're totally committed to defence. I'm not sure our defence is totally committed to defence, but the rest of our team is. This has been a sad coaching moment by the Four Diego's. Thanks for joining us on the final whistle tonight. It's a Friday night. Hope you're enjoying it. If you just uh, just got in your car after the game tonight, where Melbourne City defeated uh, Perth Glory five-one, Pardalu, Chapman, Fornaroli, Navio, and Moy scored a well, Moy scored a penalty, so five goals. Sydney Scholar scored uh, for Perth Glory. Amy Park in front of. Uh, 5,993 people. So uh, a few few supporters, obviously, were um, demonstrating. Vinny? Can I... Rodrigo, is walking out tonight of all nights the equivalent of when um, Western Sydney Wanderers fans do the Poznan and the team scores? <laughs> it's like you miss everything yeah, and I it's know. kind of like a bit of a downer. I know. <laughs> but hey, I think it was you... Was it you said, Vinny, that, um, you know, it, it's okay to stand up for something, but... If no one misses you in the end, and you wonder what sort of message is sent, because uh, you know the, the banner did say at the start of the uh, start of the game, Fox Sports uh, sort of panned to the banner. It said, "No fans, no football." Well, there was football, and there was plenty of football tonight. And so, as much as I said earlier, everyone out there's got the right if you feel aggrieved to do what you, what you want as far as protest is concerned, and they decide on block not to turn up, right? Uh, I don't think FFA are going to do anything more. So, are, uh, the, are the active fans still not going to you know keep on turning right. up, or what? Yeah, you know, what's the next step for them? Because I don't think the FFA are going to are going to uh, uh, meet their grievances at, at all. You know, uh, any more than what they've done already. Here's a text message, boys. City core active member here. Uh, protesters only for this match. We'll be back bigger and louder than ever at the derby. Cheers. Mm. Um, yeah, there you go. So I'm happy to hear that because yeah. um, don't you know don't um, don't ruin your entertainment because um, yeah. after tonight's match, Melbourne City look like they're getting all their players back and fit. And uh, mm. even though they played Perth Glory, who were pretty ordinary tonight, um, but uh, you know, it, make sure you keep supporting this team because 
you know, they're going to go places. You know, mm. like I asked before, you know, the upside of Ivan Franjic, who played 70 minutes tonight. Um, Looked you know, very good against Brisbane, I felt. Can week. I just say about Franjic too, I was mentioning to this to Carlos in the green room, what I like about him being on, just being on that pitch mm. with this squad is that it just gives them a little bit more maturity and experience. And, you know, given that they have been a bit of a roller coaster this season and, and you love them and you hate them and they break your heart, someone like Franjic, you know, playing regularly is going to add a lot of quality and value and steal to this squad. Well, it's not only French. This is the thing. People, I mean, they had, they once had David Villa in their squad and they still weren't winning handsomely with that. So what we've got to get away from is this one player going to save the whole thing. Uh, as a collective, they work together. And I thought their, their uh, front third tonight was as good as it's been this season. Mm-hmm. Gamero, uh, Navio, Fornaroli, uh, we had Moy. I think those four really set the scene in that first half. And there was a collective. Even though Moy is a fantastic individual, and he's one guy that could probably do it himself. Fornaroli's shown at different times he can do it himself too. So it's just all about the collective. And, uh, you know, don't like saying it, but one game at a time for the City team right now. They, they've got to get a result next week, draw or win. Just do not lose. And if you're going to lose in the next 10 games, mm-hmm. don't lose in a limp way. So they've got Central Coast Mariners next week. That's three points. And then I think Newcastle. Chalk gets... it down now, three points. Is it home or away? I think, well, away. Oh, they uh, don't travel well. <laughs> they don't travel <laughs> the Gosford well. No, they'll draw there. Yeah, I'll give draw. us a call on the Look at Moy hotline, 9429-1116. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Aaron Moy was sensational tonight, and uh, you know so will Melbourne City. And uh, if you're happy, give us a call, 9429-1116. And, Rodrigo, the other thing on the Look at Moy hotline, given that Moy probably is going to go at some point, <laughs> what... What if you're a city supporter? Where would you like to see him go overseas as well? You might want to give us your opinion there. <laughs> I think Manchester City might be a, a good place to go. Hey, Archie's on the road. Um, wants to talk about the active supporter area. G'day, Archie. Welcome to the final whistle. G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks. That's good. Look, I, uh, if someone can just clarify, I thought I saw Rebecca Wilson in the uh, <laughs> in the crowd with a t-shirt saying "Haters will be hated." <laughs> nice one, Archie. Yeah. Um, well, look. She, she was laying like, low, she mate. She does like uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Archie. <laughs> really appreciate that. I really wanted it to be a Rebecca Wilson <laughs> free, uh, zone, free yeah. zone today, but uh, yeah. Archie slipped that one in. But uh, no worries. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that too much tonight because uh, we talked it's about over. it a lot, yeah, and it's, it's over. over. There's yeah. no, there's no, no, no yeah. need. It's irrelevant now. Yeah, Melbourne City defeated uh, Perth Glory five-one, and uh, hopefully they can get their season back on track. Absolutely. Well, Perth Glory? No, Melbourne City, guys. Oh yes, yeah, Melbourne City. Um, hey, we're trying to catch up with Peter Philopoulos, who's the Perth Glory CEO. I want to ask him about uh, how, how the club's feeling at the moment because they've had a, a pretty ordinary start to the season. So uh, we're taking your calls, 9429-1116. Hi, Diego's. I'm a Victory fan who attends City Games, mainly to watch Moy. That's interesting. I was happy I went tonight. You could sniff the hammering in the first 10 minutes, though. It's only disappointing that their own fans couldn't sniff it before the game. At least the 6,000 there tonight made good noise because it must be hard for City players uh, when Victory have 27,000 members. Cheers, Andy. Good on you, Andy. Hey, didn't expect Melbourne City to score five goals. That's uh, Brian in Footscray. Thanks for your text messages on 0433981116. Let's go to Luke in Bo Morris. I want to talk about Melbourne City tonight. G'day, Luke. Hey, fellas. How you going? Yeah, very well. Happy? Happy? Uh, Very, very happy. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the game um, due to work commitments, but 
I just want a few thoughts. I want to know your thoughts on Jacob Melling and his development um, as a midfielder slash become centre-half. And just that you can see that there's quality there throughout the team and it's always a consistency issue with this team. But the finishing capability of, again, a Gomero, a Moy, a Fornarelli, they can score goals at will as long as they can keep them all on the park and I think that's the club's biggest issue. But... Apart from that, as far as the active support goes, they're always going to have their say because they're a very vocal group like all of the active supporters groups in the A-League and hopefully they don't stay away more than just this game and it gets their point across and they all come back. So, yeah, yeah. apart from that, very happy. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, look, I really like Jacob Melling. He came on a lot last season in terms of his performance and I think... He's more of a midfielder, I think, than, you know, playing in that central defensive role. I probably, it's funny, Patrick Cusnorbo tends to sort of divide opinions. You're either a fan of him or you're not a fan of him. And I probably would have thought that, well, I oscillated from week to week, really not knowing. But I actually feel like they've missed him a little bit. And I would prefer to see Melling play. I think you've really got to make a decision between maybe Partaloo and Melling in that sort of holding midfield role. I don't know... I mean, it's interesting because um, Stefan Mork's not being mm. able to get a start at the moment. He's probably uh, he's probably being kept out of the, the side. So I'd like to see him play in that holding midfield role, maybe even over Eric Partaloo, who, in, to his credit, since he's been dropped and he's come back through injury, he's been quite good himself. Yeah, I reckon Jacob Melling, you know, every move on the park, every position he plays is great for his development. Him playing centre-half right now... And given the responsibility he's been given, he gets caught out once. I mean, he got caught out by the slippery fish last week. You know, the ball going over the top uh, when Enrique scored the equaliser for Brisbane. And once or twice tonight, uh, you felt that he probably wasn't, he was ball watching a little bit. But I think it's fantastic for his development. This guy, well, he's 20 years old. uh, Already a player, if they've got their full squad, probably be, you know, a regular in that team, established player. They love him there. Uh, he's just a, he's a man in a kid's body. Well, actually, he's got a man's body, but he's a kid in a man's mm. body. Uh, and he's just so powerful. And uh, and I just think uh, the more the more exposure he has to different positions, the better it's going to be for his uh, development. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Thanks for your call, Luke in Bow Morris. Um, Give us a call on the Look at Moy hotline, 94291116. It is your show tonight. It is the final whistle. And also check us out on Twitter, at 4Diego's. Vinny, what's happening on Yes, Twitter? Michael Botcher has uh, tweeted and he said, the whole side also clicked tonight. That's what I liked about Melbourne City. Even an out-of-position Melling, which is uh, quite current to what we're just talking about. I like Melling too. I think he's uh, he's... he's He's classy. I, I think I like him more in the midfield position, but I think you're quite right. I like, I like a kid with mongrel. Yeah, if, that's if what kid, I like about him. Because he's naturally, he hasn't learned that. He, it's in him. Yep. It's, I, in, it's innate. I don't think he's, he's yeah. had the standout games this year that he had last year, but again, he's coming back from injury mm. and, and stuff. But I, I think he's the one to watch too. Absolutely. Uh, Melbourne City defeated uh, Perth Glory 5-1 at Amy Park tonight in front of uh, nearly 6,000 people. And the man of the match was Aaron Moy. And he spoke with uh, Michael Zapponi with thanks to Fox Sports. You're on the top of your game, aren't you? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, well, you were involved in every goal tonight, so that's saying something. Um, yeah, it was a great team performance. Um, I thought we played well for most of the match, and uh, it, was, uh, it was really enjoyable when we played football like that. Enjoyable watching you play football like the way you're playing at the moment. Uh, tell us about the events of the week. Obviously, didn't affect your football on the park. Uh, it's been a 
fantastic week for me personally and having a baby girl. Um, yeah, I was on top of the world before the match, so um, maybe it helped a little bit this week. So you're getting plenty of sleep? Uh, it's broken. I sleep for a few hours and then I have to get up, maybe change a nappy, but then I get back to bed. We've all done it before. It's great to see it's not affecting your football. What about the, the fact that you're playing so well? There's a lot of talk about the fact that, you know, you might not last long in the A-League if you keep on going the way you're going. Obviously, you're concentrating on what you do week in, week out, but playing overseas must be an aspiration for you at some point. Yeah, I'm really happy here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the future holds, um, but I'm really enjoying my time here at Melbourne. Um, every player has aspirations to play at the highest level and I'm no different. We're the only team in history that could lose nine in a row and then go into a slump. This has been a sad coaching moment by the four Diegos. Yes, welcome back to the final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. On a night where Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory 5-1, it was a procession, as I said earlier, Partaloo, Chapman, Fornaroli, Novio and Moy scored for Melbourne City and Sydney Sciola scored for Perth Glory at Amy Park in front of 5,993 people. Hey, we're going to catch up with uh, Peter Philopoulos, the Perth Glory CEO, but before we do, we want to play... Um, Alte Kovic was probably Perth Glory's best player tonight because if it wasn't for him, it might have been 7-0 or 8-0, but uh, let's have a listen to what Ante Kovic said with uh, Michael Zapponi with thanks to Fox Sports. Ante, you kept you pretty busy tonight, didn't they? Uh, could have been a lot uh, worse uh, if it wasn't for some of your heroics. What went wrong, in your opinion? All rubbish. And simple. Uh, defensively, uh, we had more holes than Swiss cheese going forward in the first half. We created chances, but um, you know we, we don't put uh, those away, and, and we had holes all over the place. We, we were passive. We were we weren't aggressive. We, were, we ball watched. Uh, was second to everything and we gave good players uh, hours of time on the ball and it's, at this level it's, it's just not good enough it's um, you know I, I can't even call that a defensive effort What about the space for Aramoy is that something that you think that, that, that collectively as a team you should have done a lot better with uh, restricting uh, his time on the ball I love the not Aramoy he, he obviously is a good player but they've got good players going forward and, and we just gave everyone too much time uh, we let them trickle in and um, yeah, defensive effort uh, tonight was, was you know, it, it's not a professional standard. You've seen you're capable of doing it. You did it against Sydney FC, kept them goalless last week. Uh, time to work, go back to the training park and work on it uh, for the next game? Yeah, it is, of course. Um, look, yeah, we've had a horrid run of injuries. Feels like the team is changing every single week. We can't use those as excuses. It wasn't good enough. Whoever comes in, we have to be able to put, a, put our feet forward, uh, put our hands up and say, you know, come at me. Um, we, we've got to start standing up because we're, we're all mice out there tonight. There's Ante Kovic uh, with Michael Zapponi with thanks to Fox Sports. Hey, let's uh, introduce the Perth Glory CEO who's been really good to join us tonight. G'day, Peter. Welcome to the show. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Yes, Peter Philopoulos, uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez here. We've got uh, Vinny Venezuela and yep. uh, Warren Diego and Carlos Alberto Diego. Now, Peter, we know you've just been on the team bus. Just yep. describe the atmosphere with the guys. They must be really flat. Yeah, very sombre. A lot of pain. Uh, it was a hard night in the office. Pretty hard pillow to swallow. But uh, I think uh, Ante uh, summed it up perfectly. Uh, terrible. We were woeful. I know we've got a lot of injuries, but... Uh, 
uh, at the moment. We've got uh, several out, uh, key players. Zadkovic, uh, Fernandez, Jubic, Risden, Sandor, big names. And obviously Alex Grant, who came in last week. There's some big names out, but as Anto said, the boys that come in, uh, you know, uh, need to do better. And uh, tonight was a was a night, uh, a very difficult night for the club. Peter Warren Diego here. I'm just going to go back to the game last week that was played in stifling conditions, and you guys lost, and Sydney FC weren't able to win. And I know you're not going to make excuses, but you know that's happened a, l- a few too many times in terms of playing at maybe inappropriate times with regards to weather conditions. I mean, yeah. physically, it must have taken a bit of a toll on the players, and I know that's not an excuse, yeah. but it yeah. could be a reason. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and look, uh, we're, we're honest in saying that this year for us is a year of consolidation and rebuilding, and, and we're going to embark on a journey of rebuilding the squad. Um, you know, uh, Obviously, we don't want to talk about what happened last season. I've only been in the job for three months, and you know, one of one of the things we need to do is uh, is uh, rebuild the squad, um, you know, uh, from bottom up, and uh, we're going to embark on that journey. But you know, this year is going to be—it was always going to be a tough year on the back of what happened last year and, and losing all the players we did. We're not going to look for excuses. Yes, it would—it it is tough to get the boys to turn around uh, after the stifling conditions of last uh, Saturday. Uh, but they're the cards uh, you're you're dealt with, and, and you've got to deal with them. Um, you know, they're all professionals, full-time professionals, with uh, a lot of uh, attention during the week to, to get them to recover as quickly as possible and, and bounce back on the park. So we're not going to use that as an excuse. Peter, it's Carlos. Uh, of course, uh, you're a long-time friend of the Diego's. You were at South Melbourne's as CEO many, many years ago when Ange Postacoglu was the coach, and you got the double then, and uh, Paul Trimboli, obviously yeah. captain and a great player at the time. Uh, they were halcyon days for South Melbourne. Of course, you've been around in different jobs in, in uh, sports administration since at Hawthorne and Swimming Australia, and now you're at Perth Glory. It's, uh, it's sort of a, a long trip to come back into the football. Are you confident? You've got such a big job yeah. there, so much, so, so much potential. Are you confident that, and I, without specifically going into what happened last year, but all the psychology of all that, uh, yeah. are you confident that that's, that's gone? It's just purely what's happening on the pitch at the moment? Yeah, no, look, we've moved forward from that. Uh, we've, we're, you know, I can categorically tell you we've spent a lot of time with, uh, in cleaning all that up. We've moved forward. We've drawn a line in the sand. We don't look beyond, behind anymore. We, we've got only eyes firmly on the on the road ahead and, and no longer in, in the rearview mirror. And, you know, we've put it behind us. Uh, I, I said to everyone when I got to the club, how do we want to respond? Do we want to respond like Melbourne Storm did all those years ago when they had similar a similar situation or do we want to respond like Essendon? Who you know, uh, four years later, are still dealing with the matter that that that, that uh, they got themselves into, and everyone categorically said we want to move forward, and we're moving forward, and we drew a line on the sand, and together we're moving forward, but it's going to take some time. Uh, it's it's a building, you know, rebuilding it from scratch. I've done it before, many many years ago at South Melbourne. When you try and rebuild a squad in 12 months, it never works. You need to build it over you know a three or four year period, and. Uh, I remind everyone that Melbourne Victory, when uh, Mehmet was uh, at the reins, unfortunately they they got themselves in a, in, a, in, a, in dire straits and uh, they weren't where they wanted to be. Uh, Ange came back, came into the fold after a brief period with Jim Magilton, and uh, they started to rebuild the, right from the bottom. And Ange got them halfway uh, through. 
the rebuilding phase, uh, handed over the reins when he went to the Socceroos to Kevin Musket, and he's he's carried on the the, the, the baton and and rebuilt the squad, and, and they won the championship last year, and they're formidable this year. It takes time, and that's the path we've got to follow, um, and we're not going to win it overnight. So this year is all about consolidation and rebuilding, uh, and uh, and starting that rebuilding strategy. Peter Vinnie here. Look, um, I'm worried about Ante Kovic because. Let's face it, he's the older player in the squad. He's kind of like the grumpy old man. You hold on to stuff. I know I'm older. I can't let things go. Like, given given the loss and, and given that, you know, he... The, the, the defence, you know, yeah. seeped goals left, right and centre and he wouldn't be happy with that at all. How long is it going to last and how are you going to calm him down as club president? As, uh, as the club, CEO. sorry. Uh, as the CEO, sorry. Yeah, look, I mean, it's good to hurt. You need to hurt. The whole squad needs to hurt. If that if they're not hurting tonight, well, they shouldn't be in the team. Everyone should hurt from top to bottom. That's what that's what club culture is all about. When you have a performance like that, you've got to hurt, and we're all hurting. And you know, hearing it was really difficult for me to hear, and you know, Ante on that on, on that interview, uh, and he's clearly hurting, and we need to. Uh, that's the only way we're going to get better. We had a young defence tonight, a very young defence. Uh, inexperienced defence, and uh, they've, hopefully they learn from that experience. We had a couple of young boys come on, uh, you know, in in Joe Knowles and uh, Jamal Rainers, who's only 17, you know, and and these are the kids that excite excite me for the future. That you know, if we can get them along the pathway and nurture them, um, that's the future of Perth Glory. And tonight was their first uh, attempt, uh, and I'm sure they'll uh, have learned a lot of valuable lessons and. Aaron Williams is one of those who came in a defence a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunate for him, he got sent off tonight. And, you know, at a time, we didn't need that with all these injuries. Uh, and he's been very solid for us since coming in a few weeks ago. We learned a lot of lessons and we need to hurt. That's the only way you move forward. Peter, I hate talking about sporting teams in terms of a marketing perspective, but I'm interested in how much brand damage do you feel the club suffered amongst fans with what went, what happened last year and how long is it going to take you to win those fans back because you've got one of the best stadiums in the competition and I think if you yeah. you know you build that and, and also players you know attracting yeah. players to the club is that going to take some time as well oh look I think you're attracting the players but look part of the, one of the things that I've, I've got to stop is that we've, we've got to stop losing players to the east you know, I look at the Braden O'Neills and the Clisbys and, you know, the uh, Galloways and uh, Maracunas and McLaren and, uh, you know, Riley Woodcock. Uh, all these players are products of Perth. Um, the junior development uh, programs in Perth are outstanding. And, uh, you know, we've got a, a lot more where that came from. But one of the things I've, I've taken a stand at the club is that we've got to stop losing talent like that. Um, and, you know, all those players should be back in Perth. You know, we're, that's where they should be, and we're going to stop that. In, in terms of attracting them, I'm a Melbourne boy living in Perth now. Where the biggest asset we've got is, uh, it's obviously a big club. On Tuesday, it'll be 20 years since the club was, was born, um, all those all those years ago. And, uh, you know, the lifestyle is something we, we, we've got to sell um, because it is an outstanding lifestyle uh, in Perth. The weather's fantastic. Um, you know, it's a beautiful city and, and uh, we shouldn't have a problem attracting players. I think we need to sell the strategy and we need to sell the dream and the vision that we have. And that's what we're going to work a lot in doing in, in the coming months. Peter, just one last one before we let you go. Yeah. You were a gun administrator back with South Melbourne all those years ago. You went to the World Club Championship, won things in the old NSL. You're a winner. 
Uh, how is the A League different now from that from those days back then? Uh, it's a good question. How honest you want me to be? I think look, it's a lot glossier, and it's a lot. Yeah, I think it's a lot uh, more professional, a lot glossier. I think Fox Sports uh, has made the biggest difference, uh, to be perfectly honest. But I think we've got a lot of work to do in terms of uh, developing a vision for the A-League. Uh, I, you know, and I, I speak a lot uh, at meetings at FFA that uh, you know, I'd like to better understand what the actual vision for the A-League is over the next four years because I think it's an exciting product. Uh, but I'm not quite clear what the vision is, where we want to be in 2020, and more importantly, you know, what what, what strategic pillars we're going to develop to get there. And uh, I think it's an exciting product, um, you know, and uh, the participation numbers are greater than ever, and they're going to continue to grow, um, you know. And when you know, when I first arrived, I got a phone call from the premier, who the premier's office, who. Uh, have invited us to be part of a home of football strategy that the, the WA government has recognised how fast football is growing uh, and they want to invest in a, a home of football, um, you know, to the tune of 30 to $35 million, uh, which we're putting a, a business case forward to now. That's exciting. And uh, the game has grown and prospered and those participation numbers uh, are great, but they're not going to be any good to us unless we can get into A-League games. So, you know, that engagement and how we get those grassroots participants and their parents and their families to the games, that's what we're going to work hard in doing. Good on you, Peter. That's a, that's a great answer. And, uh, hey, mate, on a, on a night where, you know, where it's not a great night to talk on Melbourne Radio for the Perth <laughs> Glory CEO, we really appreciate your time. Not at all, mate. It's, uh, you always talk to the media in good times and in bad. So you. thank you for the opportunity. No worries. There's uh, Peter Philopoulos. Thanks for your time, the Perth Glory CEO. Let's take a break now and come back with more of the final whistle on the with the Four Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Class is when they run you out of town to look like you're leading a parade. This has been a profound coaching moment by the Four Diego's. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diego's. Just before we go to the news, Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory 5-1. Partaloo, Chapman, Fornaroli, Novio and Moy scored for City and Sciola scored for Perth Glory. Amy Park, 6,000 people. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diego's. It is the final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. It is our second hour tonight on a night where Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory 5-1 at Amy Park in front of uh, 5,993. A couple of thousand probably stayed away tonight uh, in the active supporters group um, protesting after all the shenanigans that have been going on during the week, which we talked about at length on Wednesday. Partaloo, Chapman, Fornaroli, Navio and Moy scored for Melbourne City and Sydney Sciola scored just before half-time. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you. Vinny Venezuela is here, as so is uh, Warren Diego, who was extremely happy. He's very happy. And, and Carlos Alberto Diego is here as well. The hot topic tonight, Warren. It was the... It is. It is still. We're still on. It is still. Oh, we're on air. We're Sorry. on air, by the way. We're yeah. on air. Oh, okay. yeah. just, just, can you just spit those twisties out of your mouth? No, I was actually going to say the twisty. Skull the rest of that coke. The twisty Stop. is The twisty is probably the best snack that I know. Yeah. It's undervalued. But it's fantastic. And ladies the and hot gentlemen, topic. I was doing the. Uh, if I was doing the look at Moy hotline, not yeah. the hot topic. Oh, is that why? Is that why you threw right. me you're, with that? Actually, you're right, Warren. Thank, Thank you. He's right. He's the producer king today. <laughs> 
the so queen you of producers. Threw to me with the hot topic, and yeah. I was only in charge of the hotline. Yeah. All right, sorry. sorry so what is the hotline, Warren? It's the look at Moy <laughs> hotline. What's the number, Warren? <laughs> Uh, nine four two nine eleven sixteen, okay. Carlos. He's so there the you go. Tonight. Or oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Wow. If you want to send us a text message, fantastic. Um, that is the hotline, the Look at Moy hotline. Uh, give us a call tonight. Uh, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We'd love to hear from you. If you're still in your car, or uh, you didn't know the score, and you you want to hear, you want to know a bit more about uh, what happened tonight, give us a call. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We've got some text messages here tonight. Uh, because we were talking, we were talking about um, you know the active members or the active members supporter group who who weren't there. But um, tonight, before the match, the active core leaders showed three separate messages towards the FFA. However, fans reacted to the on-field performance uh, on the field and started to join back in the active. And the second half, the active area sounded great, even though it was not full. So they got in it. They got into it because they were there. The people that were there um, enjoyed the the game. So. I'm confused. I thought I thought the active support uh, sort of stayed away on block. Is that like you know a union, Warren, yes. where there's a bit of a split in the union, and some stayed, some went. Yep. There, yep. There's, there's not. Yeah. No rank. The ranks split. Yeah. Yeah. Which is well. Look, look I, I think everyone's got the right to uh, send the message whatever way they want, as long as it's legal and it's not antisocial. Uh, if they decide to stay away, fine. Uh, the team won five one. Played some champagne football tonight. Some brilliant performances. Five different goal scorers. Uh, you know, it was as good as a, a, a city performance as you'd get this season. And you've missed it. Now, I'm not making any judgment about you staying away or not. I just hope that uh, this is not ongoing. We did receive an SMS earlier saying it's only it's a one off, the tonight one night on, only. Not only, yep. yeah, uh, which is great. Um, the, the, the message has been sent. Let's just hope it's all forgotten next week onwards and you can back your team because I think City is playing as though they might put a few few wins together. Carlos, uh, instead of walkouts, I think there should be walk-ins, right? <laughs> Explain and, that, Vinny. Uh, what I think should happen mm-hmm. is that I think the, the <laughs> victory fans yep. should have en masse come to the City game oh, yep. to show... The city people, just yep. how important the fans are, and and the victory people, just how much they would miss their fans being at their game. Yeah, but Vinny, are you and saying the victory fans had the support for city? Just just to make their point, because in in, in this sort of issue, all the fans are wearing the same colours. No, the concept would never get up. You, it would never get well, up. No, you've got to work it. You've got to work it a little bit, and you've got to be open. Yeah, but are, the victory, be open are to victory fans there to support Perth or City? They they would have been there to support City. Oh no! I would no, want them there Vinny, to support Vinny, City. Come on! No, in an active, momentarily good way. It's like it's like the you know the 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 you know the the alliance. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the, no, no, no. Could, Vinny, no. It's the opposite no. to it, what supporters it, it do. It would never happen because it would hurt. There it would guys, hurt victory <laughs> victory management to see their fans supporting the other Melbourne Vinny, team. Vinny, that, that's convoluted. Not, right? I'm telling you, creatively half about seventy percent of the victory active group have tattooed on the forehead, victory till I die. They, they could wear like a little headband <laughs> covering that. They could, wear, they could get a city beanie just for the day. Because oh, the other thing it would beanie. do, it would make city and city fans think, geez, we've got to do better because these guys really do add value <laughs> to the brand. Beanie. You know what I mean? You're, 
giving. You're a, you're a humanitarian. No, no, you, you are. You are. You're a beautiful person, Vinny, yeah. but you just would never no, work. We've got to give more. We, we can't just keep taking. We've got to give yeah. and show people the way. The yeah. new, uh, it was a hot topic. He's Vinny Delusional. Second hour. I normally am. Could it ever work? Hot t- I actually now know what you're talking about. The new hot topic. That's all right, Warren. Oh, just, just stay there. I'll ask you questions no tonight. No worries. That's and fine. And you come in. No worries. Oh, no, I'm on I, the same page now. Just don't ch- just don't choke on those twisties. No, I'll have one in the break. Yeah. It is the Look at Moy hotline, 94291116. And Jacob has been uh, good enough to join us. G'day, Jacob from Craigieburn. How are you going? Good, good. Thanks, James. How are you going? Yeah, very well. Thank you. That's good. Look, I was at tonight's game. I'm obviously a Melbourne City uh, paid-up member. Um, look, first of all, with the FFA, I mean, tonight was... It, it just felt like, um, how can I put it? it? It almost felt like going watching your local AFL club. Um, say, I'm a Carlton supporter, so I, I was like watching Carlton versus GWS um, <laughs> at the start of this season, and GWS was winning by 12 goals. It just felt there's no atmosphere, there's like no air. There's no, it just felt boring. Um, I can understand it's a one-off, but um, and the players, you know, they stood up, they got the 5-1 win, but. Really, it's what Rebecca Wilson and Alan Jones want. And what they don't want is everyone coming together and still going to the games and chanting. Um, and credit to the people who did chant in the Melbourneians today. I mean, they're the ones that, well, I'm not going to say they're the true supporters, but they're the ones that they got they got the crowd going as well. So credit to them. But as, as with tonight's game, I mean, um, it, it didn't feel like, it, it felt great to get the win, but it, like I said, it just felt dull. There was no entertainment, no atmosphere, um, Next week, Central Coast, up in Central Coast. I mean, I don't know what to expect. Um, that, that's, our, that's probably the best performance I've seen us put all, all year. Um, you know, I can put the Adelaide game up there, but to win five, to put the game to bed early was really good. I mean, to, to have Hughes, Kiz Norbo come back in will be a massive bonus. Um, you can add in the likes of Corrin and Zulo as well. So uh, our back, our defence is a bit leaky. I mean, there was times when our defence were wide open. It was... And Perth got through. They they beat the offside trap, and I was sitting there scratching myself, saying, "How can you beat an offside trap that many times?" That it, and luckily for for us, the Perth Glory had played the long balls, and they were just a bit too long, so they were forced out wide to the penalty box, and that, that that's what fell in favour tonight for us. And um, look, it was a depleted Perth team. I'm not going to take you know, I'm not going to. You know, we, we can beat them as much as you want, but the fact is. Um, Perth took it up to Sydney last week and they came away for neutral. They come here after a 35-degree game, depleted, and we're beating them 5-1. I'm not going to take much out of it. The fact is, if we can win on the road next week against Perth and then follow it up, uh, sorry, against Central Coast, and then follow it up against Newcastle away and come to the derby with three games on the trot with two wins away and one win at home, then I can sort of say, okay, we're on the right track. But if we lose next week to Central Coast, it's back to it's back to ground zero, back to square one, and you start scratching your head, saying, "Well, how can you win five one against Perth Glory but lose to Central Coast?" Yeah, no, Jacob, you make a lot of good points. I think what you take out of tonight's game is three points, and you just move <laughs> on. You don't really do much more than that. They are two games unbeaten, which means that from the last time that we spoke, and they've picked up four points out of a possible six with an away trip to Brisbane. So that's a. a, a a point, I think. With regards to the Alan Jones, Rebecca Wilson thing, if it is a war, if they're waging a war against football, soccer in this country, they'll lose. The war's not won yeah. in one night. Yeah. It's, 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 it's won over a number uh, of. I'm telling you, they're going to get slaughtered. Yeah. So because eventually, uh, just weight of numbers and the fact that the game is a good game now. 
There's yeah. a lot of good things that have happened in the last 11 years and even before that in the old yeah. NSL. And it's just getting better and better and better. And some of our great Socceroos, uh, Timmy Cale and some of the other young boys coming through, Tommy Rogan, they're going to be superstars of Australian sport. And it's a tsunami. That, and, and by the way, I still love my AFL and rugby, but if you're asked to defend the game, I don't need to defend our game anymore, really. No. It, it, the game will look after itself. So they, they could, this this whole waging of war, it's a it just they can if they want to, but I think it's more their ignorance rather than the waging of a war. And I think perhaps the challenge for Rebecca Wilson is you know to sit down and watch a game mm. and watch Aaron Moy and write an article about the fact that he may be you know one of the slow. brightest pos- <laughs> prospects of you yeah, know slow. he's just slow and he's uh, yeah. he's bald and yeah. you know there's, there's some negatives there yeah he's just had a, a, a daughter and uh, you know I'm sure that she can find some negatives there but what what she should do is what everyone who's balanced does in the media they go and watch games you go to a game and you'll appreciate it. especially if you love your sport you'll appreciate it Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Good points, Carlos uh, and Warren. Mitch in Nary Warren has called us on the Look at Moy hotline. Wants to talk about uh, John Van Skip. G'day, Mitch. Hi, boys. Yeah, very well, thanks. Uh, you want to talk about the coach? Uh, yeah, mate. I just want to start off by saying uh, I think Thomas Sorensen is probably one of the best signings uh, the uh, we've ever signed as like Melbourne Heart or Melbourne City. He's probably the most passionate lad I've ever seen. Um, his love for the club seems like never ending and uh he's always clapping and thanking us at the end of the games and um uh yeah i just think he's a great bloke but uh yeah on to jvs um i rang up the other week for, uh i think judging when he has a full squad in and um just tonight i felt like Navia was in form we got Frenich back um Demiro seemed to be playing well um and we that's only probably three of our starting 11 um you know like regulars in the team tonight and uh at Casanova, uh, Hughes, Curran, Zillow, back to that, and uh, I reckon, mate, we'll uh, we'll be given uh, the title a run. Yeah, Mitch, I, I tend to agree. I think that uh, if I know that Warren just wants to take it one game at a time, and I can understand that because he's been hurt before. But uh, I, I think that uh, the way you, you went forward today, uh, so precisely, and you probably, but for Kovic, you probably would have scored at least two or three more. I reckon. You attack so well, and it's it's got to be something that instills belief in in a squad, and 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 gets the snap back in the shorts, and 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 gets the momentum. Hopefully, they they will build momentum from from this. But uh, I would be positive and optimistic too. And Mitch, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you were obviously the voice of reason because we didn't have a lot of people supporting John Van Ship uh, after the, the game against Newcastle. Um, is it proof tonight and also last week's game against Brisbane where they really ground out that result? They really scratched and clawed, which we wanted, which all of City fans wanted him to do. Do you think that that's vindicated John Van Schip's position at that club uh, and he, he should really remain coach for the rest of the year at least? Mitch is gone. Mitch is gone. How about, how about you, Warren? What do you think? Because you're, uh, you're a fan too. Yeah, no, I think... Um, I, look... Because I think you were calling I for was, his head. You were calling yeah, for his yeah, head a I couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I a lot of people's <laughs> yeah, heads yeah, from yeah. week to week. You I mean, I, sh- I my rant on on Wednesday night was about Jurgen Klopp. So I can hardly claim that clubs shouldn't sack coaches, you yeah. know, mid season. But uh, look, I don't know what you'd achieve and who you'd get. No, hang on. That's not. A, that's not. A, is he? The no, no. Right I think man judge, for a job right now. Judge the man on the performances with a full squad, and yeah, I think he is. Okay. Yep. 
There you go. go. Thanks for your call, Mitch. Really appreciate that. Let's go to Scott in Glen Waverley on the Look at Moy hotline. Uh, g'day, Scott. Welcome to the show. G'day, Diego. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. You happy? Yeah, very, very happy after tonight. <laughs> good I was at the game. Just firstly, on your last caller there and your last few comments uh, on John Van Chip, I reckon John Van Chip's so good that on our logo, instead of the ram, the cow, <laughs> the whale, and the ship, we should have the ram, the cow, a van, and a ship. That's what we should have. Very so, clever there, funny. Scott. Yeah. Um, You're our correspondent now, automatically. <laughs> well done. <laughs> nice one. Um also, on tonight's game, I just wanted to call up and say that in, in, in light of all the controversy and everything, everyone seems to have forgotten it, how good a performance they put on tonight. It was unbelievable to watch. Like, I'm so happy to have gone and paid my 30 bucks to get into Amy Park and watch that much attractive football. Like, Aaron uh, Moyne, Novio, uh, Fauna Rolli, when those guys gel, it's so nice to watch. Um, so, yeah, I'm just so happy to see the boys just put on such a good performance. I really hope they find that consistency they've been struggling to find over the, well, years, realistically, um, this season and for the remainder of the season because, man, if they play like that every week, they're going to have some very, very happy supporters. Yeah, no, I, I think you're you're right. Um, my wife actually took my daughter to the game tonight and she texted me at halftime and said, it was just such good entertainment. You know, yeah. if you like the sport, it it was a really good, entertaining, fun game to watch. And that's what you you want to see. I mean, goals aren't always the determinant of a great game. But tonight, no. it was an entertaining game because of the goals that were scored. Well, not even just the goals that were scored, but the, the build-up play. It was mm. unbelievable. You've got Navio putting on the flare like nobody's business. It was <laughs> unbelievable to watch. And then Moy just a beating, beating defender after defender. That's the real attractive stuff. You hear the crowd. Like, I mean, you've got no one really chanting because of all the controversy and all the politics there tonight. So you didn't have the constant uh, songs being sung all night. So you could really hear the parts where the people in the crowd were like, wow, or ooh, you know, you, you heard the oohs and ahs at the skill. It was, it was something you, you, you rarely hear um, at an A-League game. It was, yeah, it was really, really cool to watch. Yeah, the other good thing about Moy, we, 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 I guess we tend to know Moy as someone who can deliver a long ball with amazing precision and, 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 and deft touch. But uh, I really liked watching him take on plays today and, and some of his turns and uh, you know, cheeky footwork was uh, terrific to watch. And on par with Fornaroli's stuff as well that, that he normally delivers. And Navio obviously has also got great feet and, and knows how to finish and, and, and his goal was was sweet as well. So, yeah, I tend to agree. There was there was a lot to enjoy even as a, as a neutral from this game and it would have made for good television if you were a Melbourneian switching on to Foxtel just to see uh, what, what football game was on because I, I think they really ripped it up and, and, and taught Perth a thing or two even though Perth was sort of very flat by their own... Um, yeah. Look, I think what's really refreshing and what we want to see in the A-League, especially in the absence of the the big-name marquee players that everyone thinks is the reason why people aren't going to the games at the moment, why the crowds are down, is the likes of an Avio. When he receives a ball, he just looks, he just turns and goes at the fullback. We've got Fornaroli, who's happy to take two or three players on. Turn with the ball. How many great turns has he, mm. he done this year and scored goals? Turn and goes at people in the heart of defence. Uh, Gamera is another one. 
who um, is young and he's still learning, but he, he's happy to go straight at fullbacks. You've got Frenich running from behind, going straight at his, his direct opponent. Melling's another one. Even from centre half, he was running forward and taking people on. I mean, that's what people love, and especially when they... And Moy, how many times is Moy, uh, with ball at his feet, can, he, mm. with his foot, just faints and goes the other way and he just throws the, the mm. guys trying to get the ball off. I mean, City is now starting to get five or six players in their squad that can play that sort of football with that sort of skill. And that's got to be something that's very entertaining. What was really disappointing, and I've deliberately left it till 25 past 11 uh, to, to mention, was the crowd. I mean, yes, you might say the, the active support wasn't there, but that's, they're, they're not 5,000 people. No, right? they've got to get 15,000. Yeah, 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 I'm telling you, they got, what, close to six? And and let's just say let's just say five hundred were active supporters, so that would have been six and a half tonight. Um, it's not good enough, and I don't know what the club's got to do. Really, I'm not blaming anyone in the club, but I think personally, the long periods through its history where they've lost and been disappointing, I think just stops them from getting that momentum and, and getting that crowd up. It's not going to get you back after one game a performance no, like that. No, it they won't. need to sustain it because there's been too many false storms. Yeah. Well, I think that they've they've got to restore the confidence of, of supporters or, or people that are just sitting on the fence. How many wins in the row, Rodrigo, would get, would get your trust in them again? Well, after watching them tonight, you know, I thought right at the start they, their timing was a little bit off in terms of, you know, that, that fluency. Mm. But um, I actually think I'd go and watch them next week. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about oh, but, to get those crowds up so, have, so where three, people can three, trust them again. Well, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm soft. So, so, <laughs> so three, three wins in a row and I'd go. No, but our caller who said... Central Coast and Newcastle away into the derby. If they can, if they can mm. go three, ga- four games unbeaten, three wins and a point into a derby, and then yeah. happen to win a derby game, that then builds some yeah. momentum over that Christmas break. But, but Warren, if you're, but it's a big but. But they're on, a, philosoph- they're on eleven points, Carlos. Yeah, right no, now, if you this team's got to take it fifteen minutes at a time, <laughs> not a game at a time, not a half. Fifteen minutes at a time, they've got to take it because you just can't trust them. They play like they did tonight. They ground out like last week, but then two weeks ago they were awful. It was the worst performance I think I could remember. So they're at Central Coast. They don't play well at Gosford. They never play well. It's too hot always. And Newcastle, I'm not sure what their record is there, but certainly Gosford has been a place where they've not got a lot of joy over the years. Look, I, I think ultimately if they're competitive, they'll get people back, but they've got to be competitive mm. and stay competitive regardless of the score. I think that when they, you know, when they just drop their, you know, drop their bundle and just disappear, that's when it gets mm. worrying. It's baby steps. I think they should have a campaign. Let's get to 10,000. Let's get to 10,000 in three weeks. That, that's been the campaign. No, has it? Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, this, I, that's how they start off. Right, the let's get, well, now, they've got to reinstate yeah. it, Carlos. Then let's get to 12 and a half. Let's, <laughs> let's get 15. Let's take a break because um, it's 27 and a half past 11, and this is the final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. I can't see how one kebab can make the difference between beating one or three men or running from box to box or scoring a goal. Bloody hell, in Scotland I had haggis and we won the double. This has been a profound Paul Gascoigne moment by the four Diegos. It is the final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. The final whistle because Melbourne City defeated uh, Perth Glory 5-1 at Amy Park in front of 5,993 
people. There was a little bit of active support. We've been talking about that a little bit tonight, but um, it was a, a big win for Melbourne City, even though Perth Glory were fairly average. 9429-1116, we'll take your call on the Look at Moy hotline, 9429-1116, and on the text message on 0433-981116. Um, got some interesting uh, SMSs here. The Australian sporting community will speak and continue to embrace the game as we embrace all sports. Let's consider their tirade as a compliment. They're worried, Diego's. Real worried. That's talking about all the hubbub that happened uh, throughout the week with the um, Rebecca Wilson and Alan Jones uh, outbursts. So that was all interesting. We're a little bit tired about that. Mm. that you know, I think Carlos, you just said that it's been a tough week it's, for football. It's been a real. I think it's been a real. I felt. I felt really gutted while all this was happening. Obviously, we've been on radio talking about it. And if you care about the game and you're invested in the game, it's you know, and you're, and you're looking for a, you know an opinion out there, and of course. People in football, they're independent thinkers and sometimes they're not always going to agree when the active support decided they were going to, you know, uh, do the, uh, have a walkout because that's their protest. A lot of people who are football supporters and love the game thought that was wrong. So you're always balancing about what's right and wrong for the game. And, and people say, oh, you should be united because, you know, otherwise it's, you know, what the detractors want you to do to be divided. But, you know, sometimes you've got to make that stand. And I think if this doesn't linger, as long as it doesn't linger and everyone's had their chance, we can start enjoying the game of football again. Absolutely. And uh, throughout the night, we've also been talking about uh, the active supporters that didn't turn up. And uh, and here's a text message. Definitely a split decision. A lot of us uh, active support didn't agree with the protest as we felt it was unfair on our boys. Fingers crossed we're back better than ever next home game. So so there's definitely a bit of positivity coming. It was just for tonight yeah. and we're going to be back and uh, hopefully you're back in big, big numbers. Uh, here's an interesting one, guys. Australian football needs a campaign to express fun and unity. Good idea. I suggest a hashtag, raise your sombrero. Hey! What's your campaign hashtag? So there you go. What raise your sombrero? We'd have to headline that. We'd have to front that campaign, wouldn't we? Well, we've got enough spinning? sombreros in the garage. My hashtag would be <laughs> hashtag walk in yeah. with your sombrero. I'm gonna I'm gonna do walk ins. You're not gonna let that go. I'm gonna let it go. Really? Yeah, no. I'm gonna lead the march. I haven't had much reaction to uh, no. that uh, wonderful idea. You had. <laughs> it's a slow burner. Uh, you know, it's a slow burner. It's okay. <laughs> People will realise the genius. Yeah. Eventually. Vinny, I'm sure you're way before your time. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Ahead of it. <laughs> Boys, uh, let, let's talk about him because we, we've talked about him in little you know, fits and starts tonight. But Aaron Moy. Aaron Moy has shown this year, and Warren, you adopted him when he was at Western Sydney Wanderers, just to give you some credit. I did. Uh, he has shown last year and in particular this year that he is just, he's mm. a gun. I mean, he has now come on. And uh, as Ange said, he's the best uh, player in the A-League at the moment. One more thing, fellas, off the text message. To keep Moy, get the City Group to sign him to Manchester City and loan him back to Melbourne. That's Luke. Not a bad idea. What's next for Aaron Moy and what do City have to do to keep him? Yeah, just on your... Um, I'm not sure what the uh, the continuum of adjectives to describe greatness is. You know, gun, jet, you know, where you fit in terms of the continuum. But I'm going to say this. I'm a little... I thought we'd gone beyond not the, I suppose, the cultural cringe of Australian football as it is compared to playing overseas. Now, Ange Postacoglu has completely debunked this theory that you necessarily need to go overseas to play for your country. Now, we know Aaron Moy is a good player. His, his rise, it's fair to say he was good last season, but his continuum in terms of his improvement this season has probably been beyond what you would classify as 
you know, it's been amazing improvement. Why does he have to go overseas? He's got a new baby. He's a he's the Australian marquee. He's earning extremely good money. He's playing he's playing a pivotal role in a club. He's got the chance to do something historic with this club before he actually looks at opportunities. He's playing for Australia. There is absolutely it's, it's no clear, need for him is, to go. It is clear that you've never <laughs> been an elite athlete. <laughs> Uh, He's run a marathon. These are these elite athletes don't only play for money. They 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 want to challenge themselves against the best. Win in the a world. title for City. There's uh, your challenge. <laughs> really, if if let's just say okay, let's just say uh, an Italian club actually is after him. AC Milan. Well, even 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 um, even Udinese or or even the even the uh, a team that's in the bottom half of the Italian city are come for him, looking for him in, uh, in, in January, uh, or even uh, you know, a, a middle to lower English Premier League side, even a team in the championship that's vying for a promotion, surely, you know, when money, look, he'd be on 600, 700,000 now being a marquee player, you think, at Melbourne City? So money's not an issue for this 25-year-old. Money is not an issue for the 25-year-old. He now is strolling through games. Now, when I say strolling, he is, he's not improving at the moment. He is getting better, but he's not improving as a footballer. Are you kidding you me? Need to, he's not improving. He's not improving as a footballer. Oh, my God. He Lord. needs to throw himself into, like, into the players with the same quality, in games with players with the same quality, training with these players at a high, intense level. And by the time he's 28, he could be a, a, an international star, Warren. At the moment, he is the best player in the A-League, and he needs to challenge himself further. I watch him. He's going past players too easily. Right now, he's got space all over the place to do his work. He needs, as a professional footballer who needs to strive to be the best he can, he needs to be thrown in to a into a more more uh, tense environment, more challenging environment, for Australia's sake, and also for his own sake as a footballer. He's 25 now. At 28, he'll be an international star if he does that. I think. Uh he 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 probably does need to go for to to develop that sharpness and I don't think he was pressured much today and so he he he's able to showcase his 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 skill his his obvious skill in the game but I, I think that he would be sharper and be tested nicely at a league where where it is pacier and there was a moment in the game where Thwaite. Uh, caught up with him and took the ball off him pretty easily and I mm. think that's the sort of thing that he has to get better at. Uh, protecting the ball at. Diesel George asks off the uh, SMS machine, is Moy too slow for Europe? It's, it's a good question, but you look at someone like an Iniesta uh, for Barcelona. Iniesta doesn't look a quick player by way of leg speed, but his speed of mind and the way he uses the ball, I mean, he's one of the best players of his generation in world football, and he wouldn't be regarded as a player with uh, enormous speed. Now, of course, Moy's not an Iniesta right now, but what I'm saying is Moy's come out of nowhere. In the last... 18 months or, you know, it's Melbourne. He's coming. He was a player well, who wasn't even getting a regular Western game. Sydney Wanderers yeah. let him go. Absolutely. St. Mirren wasn't playing him, at, at, you know, three years ago in Scotland. So this is a guy that's improved so quickly. You don't know what his capacities are. So I think he, you know, if he lacks that yard, I think it's his speed of mind and quick feet uh, rather than the leg speed over mm. ground that's going to be the difference for that for him. And he'll learn that 
better overseas with uh, with you know against a more intense environment. Every training session overseas, Warren, and this you you'll never understand. I never this. understand. No, no, you'll I never understand this. But every training session overseas is like a grand final to some of these players. Yep, being able to withstand it's like Bresciano, even as he got older playing for the Socceroos, his his poise under pressure. Mm. He became the X factor he had, and I, and I think that you have to experience uh, playing in different leagues to to develop that. And and Moy, I think, has certainly got the capacity for it. And I guess the question, Warren, is, do you want Moy to get better, and do you think he can get better? I I agree with you. He could, he should certainly want to stay in the short term to win City um, some silverware. But uh, I I think that uh, your professional challenge to sort of mix it up with the best has got to be uh, very alluring. Well, he's gone. He's gone past Tommy Rogic as the best player, no, best get, Australian don't, don't, player. Don't go down that track. He has. You know, you, he's I, gone I was, past him and he's I, been you know, playing in the A League. Twelve on a Friday night. Yep. You know, I was actually I didn't mind the conversation I was having with you just now <laughs> until you said that, right? Um, you, you, you talk about you talk about um, uh, Vinny. Your point was that he. What was your last point there? Uh, that uh, he needs <laughs> to go no, ahead. Warren's, Warren's ridiculous <laughs> comments throw me completely. Right? Just to be sharp and to develop the poise that someone like Bresciano had un- under yeah. pressure, perhaps. I yeah, don't know. no, I've lost it completely. Thanks very much. No, don't you, worry. Man. But um, <laughs> so, so <Hey>. Carlos, <laughs> Carlos speaks with authority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But can yeah, I say to what, you? But what? But what? Well, the argument is just what? so thin. What? It's way Tommy thin. Rogic is playing for Celtic in the Champions League. Sorry, in the UEFA. Yeah, they got beat. Um, Europa, Europa but anyway, Cup. that's another. And he's playing an in a, se- a team yeah, that's yeah. playing yep. wonderful football in the Scottish League. Yep. Okay, and he's. Yeah, in the spotlight of, and by the way, you might say, "Oh, what's the SPL? It's nothing." But he's had to fight his way into a squad full of. Good plays there at Celtic, and he's you're getting a regular game. As Massimo and so you're comp- and you're comparing what Rogic is doing over in Celtic with what Moy's doing here at absolutely. City. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. And can I say, this is the other thing, Massimo Lalonga, who was the Asian player of the, he was the player mm, of the was, Asian yeah, Cup. Yeah. Picked the wrong he's club. He's at the whim of a Neanderthal yeah. manager. He's at the wrong and club. Tommy Rogic was at the yes. whim of a Neanderthal manager. Absolutely. Now. The problem for Aaron Moy is a move right now is fraught with danger. <laughs> fraught Why? with Why? danger. Why? Because you go from a player that plays every week, has a pivotal role in the way that the play, to a player that is probably going to be one of 20 that but could possibly that, be that's selected. Why, that's why he goes to a club mid-range in a decent league uh, or a team that is safe from relegation, but he will get game time. When Mark Milligan was chased by Crystal Palace, if you remember that. Yeah. Now, do you think he would have got a ga- game time in that Crystal Palace side with Mille Jedinak at the time? They... He's better than Mille Jedinak, so yeah. What I'm saying, yeah, okay. So he would have gone to that club. But if, if a Liverpool had come in, he'd have to think twice because you're not going to be getting the game time there. You might be a depth player there, and it depends on what part, what time of your, your career. Now, Moy would be stupid. Now, Paddy Dominguez is his manager. Uh, he's player agent, a guy called Paddy Dominguez. He's a 58 guy, I know. Uh, he, uh, he's, he's a guy who's experienced and a guy that I'm sure 
they will be very careful about mm. what their next step is going to be. And the, the text message that said... Is he too that, slow? No, no. The text message that said, why don't Manchester City buy him and loan him back to City? That defeats the purpose. Because it's not about money now for uh, Moy. It's about how can I be the better footballer? And the point I was going to make, sorry, it was a, uh, he has already experienced as a young man football over there. He's a Bolton Wanderers. I don't know if he was Aston Villa, but he was, he was in one of those sort of teams where he was on the brink of making it, and he never did. So in his heart, he probably thinking, mate, I failed once. I need to go and rectify that and redeem myself in that environment. Let's, uh, I think we're going to talk a bit more about this, and we'll talk more about the uh, game tonight. Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory 5-1 at Amy Park tonight. Nearly 6,000 people there. This is the Four Diego's final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. You could have locked our goalkeeper in a phone booth with Pamela Anderson and he still wouldn't have got his hands on anything. This has been a sad coaching moment by the Four Diegos. Thanks for joining us on this Friday night. Final whistle with the Four Diegos as we get down and boogie. Great song. On 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Yep, Warren just thinks that's just been released too, that song. (laughs) You know, know, back in the day when... Boney M were at their mm. best. Yep, pre-Michael Bublé. Yeah. And <laughs> you were getting up in the middle of the night to watch the Moscow Olympic Games. <laughs> <laughs> and you just heard, yeah. Moscow, Moscow. Oh, the, do you remember the channel? It was about the first, I reckon, Olympics that Bruce yeah, McAvaney right. was all in and yeah. they just played that but, song. So but, but we if we could go, play that we? on the Australia app- didn't go. Did we? Moscow, yeah, no, half the team went. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It was, yeah. a, it, was, it, was a, it was a choice. Yeah. Mm. You know, mm. the Yanks didn't go, but some some mm. went, some didn't go. But I just see, remember see, that song. You, you equate Boney Rasputin, M to that, you know. but I equate Boney M to El Fortino's Disco and Footstray. <laughs> <laughs> With your white suit? Uh, yeah, I had the three-piece suit. I've, yeah. We've talked about this at, yeah. uh, probably <laughs> at the same time last Friday night. Uh, body shirt, the three-piece suit, and I had the disco hair going. And uh, it's gone. Now. There's, it's gone completely now. <laughs> but uh, and I was a good mover. I got to say. So I'd like to doubt. hear mm. that Boney M song. Yeah, no, yeah, it could have been a better dancer if I had good groins, but mm. no. But certainly up there with I'd, the best. I'd like Pedro to produce that song on the way to the next ad break. <laughs> All right, no worries. He's giving you a thumbs up there. He has. Warren. Very good. Yep. Just off the text message tonight, Peter in Shelton, Melbourne City playing anti football. I haven't seen that. There's uh, Peter and Charlton, ah, certainly yes. not tonight. Talking, cause we haven't had a chance to really talk about Johnny Aloisi's uh, He's refused to back down. He's come out today in a press conference just, you know, yeah. I'm not taking it back. He's, he's just upset, isn't he, because he, he got is. sacked there. Oh, you there's, no, there's no other it reason. It did reek of that a little bit. Yeah. No, look, I, and by the way, good it's good luck to I've him, been though. bitter about things all my life. You know, I, I've, I've had, you know, I've been sour about stuff. So it's okay to be sad. If that drives you, use it. He actually said a similar thing about Sydney FC too. Yeah, he did. Um, he did only one team playing. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. So he's now he's focusing notice, on the other yeah, team. Hang on, but notice that no one is actually talking about how his team's performing. No, that's good. He oh, likes no, that. He's absolutely. He's learning that's, very, yeah, very yeah. quickly. Well, he's learned of Graham Arnold. Or, or Alex <laughs> Ferguson. They're all learned from Alex yeah. Ferguson, really. Clearly. Um, Daniel, we were talking about Aaron uh, Moy before, um, that he should p- probably go to a mid-range English team. Daniel said, mid-range English team fighting relegation, only one team for Moy, and that's Chelsea. <laughs> Good on you, Daniel. That made us laugh. Vinny Venezuela, our Twitter handle is at 4Diegos. What's going on? 
Uh, look, uh, earlier we were talking about uh, Melbourne City crowds and what's going to take to to keep them winning, given that they they're getting very poor turnouts. Um, EJ on the Twitter just said winning. Uh, <laughs> Troy Barry said more performances like that would be a start. Too many times a poor home performance drives fans away after higher expectations. Mm. That's what he said. And seventy seven Kaz G said entertain us, play tempo football, and win games. Mm. New international marquee who actually plays lower prices. Would you pay thirty five dollars gate ticket, general admission ticket? That's what he that's, said. That's a whole marketing strategy that he's uh, you know suggesting there. Uh, of course, there was one or two tweets that we can't read, but X-rated. we thank, yeah we Tommy. We thank, thank you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah, for we that. thank a few of them. Yep. <laughs> They're good ones. Big hearted women was effectively what he said. <laughs> Eat chicken. That's what you should do. But anyway, zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. I didn't agree with it, by the way. No. But um, Melbourne, you City, said it would take more it would than <laughs> the tweet actually suggested to get fans to Melbourne City games, didn't you? That's true. I did. And sorry, Liram and Liram Cellini on the Twitter said about Moy. He needs to go to Europe to take his game to the next level. Yeah. Mm, that's what Carlos said, mm. and uh, I don't agree. But yeah. but people who are just happy with mediocrity in their whole life, like Warren, <laughs> uh, would be happy for him to stay. Yeah. yeah, and you've been happy to support me in my mediocrity no, for most you're, of the you're time. You're a star in your mediocrity. <laughs> you're, you're a blonde uh, door. Yeah, Ballon d'Or. Yeah, in yeah, your I mediocrity. Win, yep. If there's a price <laughs> for mediocrity, that'd be me. If you've just joined us, Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory. That's why uh, Warren's happy tonight. 5-1. It's been a good week. I've had... I know. Melbourne City win. Little you bit. know, Christian, I'll tell you, we're, it's off topic, but I know it's... The ultimate. In fact, you know, I will say this. <laughs> Just get I will to it, say this. When the second tier of, you know, English, you know, European football no, was what the, the kissing U- your sister. Yeah, your when sister. it was the yeah. what was it called? It was called the yeah, UEFA. Um, it was called something. Yeah, no. But when I'm, they yeah. changed it to Europa League, yeah. they single-handedly UEFA ma- Cup. I think they were called. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when when they turned it into the Europa League, yeah. they pretty much dismantled any credibility it had. <laughs> but Christian Benteke's yep. goal yep. for Liverpool to get three wins, well, two wins in a few days, yep. was outstanding. And mm. uh, considering Sturridge has hurt his foot again, yep. just walking. But it's but, like him scoring a goal in the FFA Cup against Ballarat. Yeah, you know? it, it probably is. Yeah. It probably no, no is. No disrespect to Ballarat, by the way. How would players be able to play well if they were playing for Bordeaux, really? It would be a difficult, you know... They're in the wrong oh, yeah. part of the world to play football, really, aren't they? Bordeaux, yeah, and, wine and, region, yeah, and, but also they've had a hard time over that. Yeah, they have. Year, so yeah, that's true. I think any French player anywhere in the world would be having a hard time. Yep. All right, boys. Melbourne uh, victory play Adelaide United tomorrow night, mm. uh, and uh, yeah, it should be a good game. It's a traditional rivalry. Oh, well, hang on, the old rivalry. But this game, this game. Yeah. Always brings out some stuff. No. So, so I'm hoping, I'm trying to pump it up, Carlos, yeah. but uh, um, victory <laughs> let's should, fill out Eddie Had. Yeah. That's what Rodrigo yeah, wants. Victory should win, but yeah. um, but Adelaide United need to uh, win. Yeah, pull their finger out, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, was at Eddie Had Stadium last night, and the uh, seats are going to be in, you know, because the ground's about to be dismantled through, you know, ACDC about to oh, really? invade into yep. it. So the, the seats will be in, so the atmosphere will be good, and it is an old rivalry. Adelaide, Adelaide were better last week, but didn't score any goals. And I don't know if they're really going to be any good uh, this they, year. I, I didn't actually didn't see the whole of last week's game. Did they defend okay? Yeah, they defended better because if they defend okay against victory and get you know get one of their Spanish guys recapturing a bit of form and they get something on the going the other way, there might be a chance. But the way they've been defending this whole season, there's no chance. Victory 
will certainly beat them tomorrow night. Uh, it'll be a shock to me if Adelaide get yeah, any anything. Yeah. But yep. uh, the point is, it's always a joy to beat Adelaide. I think it, it is. It's just joy. Is it? it is. The most joyous out of all wins? Or I, I, I City... like beating. I, yeah, I actually yeah. like beating yeah. Adelaide more mm. than I like beating anyone else. Okay. Or like Because I, I, I've been... To the Hindmarsh, where their fans are, you know, they're little, ferals, are they? You know, pissant was the the yeah. word that uh, <laughs> yeah. Vidmar I think yeah. used, and and they were a bit feral when I went there a few times, okay. and so it's a joy to beat them. Mm. Absolutely, uh, zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Give us your uh, text message. So who? What's what's the score there, uh, guys? Melbourne victory. Is it is it a thumping or multiple Adelaide? goals? Uh, three, I reckon. Yeah, I think three one. I, I think Adelaide will get something because. They're really fighting for their lives at the moment. But uh, Melbourne at home, and the way Muskie's coaching them and preparing this team, it doesn't have to say much during match day. They are a team that, that lead themselves. Pack of winners, uh, and you know, I can't see them dropping points tomorrow. He just nods his head now. He doesn't yeah, even true. speak to yeah. the boy. He just, true. It's all, with, all mm. done with his eyes. Mm. Absolutely. Hey, let's take a break. And as we go to the break, here's something special for, for Warren. Warren. Groundsman at a third division Italian club turned up at the stadium to find 11 wooden crosses, each bearing the name of a team player, planted in the middle of the pitch. Police said disgruntled fans of a central Italian club, which had lost its last four matches, were presumably to blame. If you play for this club, I hope you sleep well tonight. We are the Four Diegos. Yes, it has been the final whistle tonight. Thanks for your company. Coming up after the Diego's, it's All Night Appetite with uh, Scotty Cooney. Always good listening from 12 till 6. There'll be uh, uh, all sports tonight. So, um, boys, just as we uh, count down to the news, um, what, what about the other games? Newcastle Jets versus Brisbane Raw. Can I give my tip for the Sydney-Wellington game? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah go for nil it. nil all. I'm tipping a nil all. Well, yeah. and nil all draw. Nostradamus. Yeah, yeah. I'm tipping lots of fouls? Yeah, no, no. Lots of fouls, um, and I'm tipping that Graham Allen's going to call for Chris <laughs> Beath to be removed from his from games. He's uh, um, games in the Biff future. Tannen. You know, from Back to the Future. Yeah, he had yeah, the almanac. Yeah. Yeah. I call myself Nostradamus, really. <laughs> Showing your age tonight, Biff Warren. Tannen. Yeah. There uh, you go. Okay, Newcastle Jets, Brisbane Raw. Oh, Raw. Raw. Newcastle upset. Yeah. Right, okay, there upset. you go. Yeah, I think Raw. And uh, Central Coast Mariners and uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. Wanderers. Oh, Wanderers away from yeah, it. And, and back, by the way, they? Central Coast won't mind because Wanderers always bring a big crowd. So That's it's true. It's their biggest Wanderers crowd Wanderers four in a row if they yeah. win. How, how will the Wanderers fans react, though, after the week they've had? Well, it'll be interesting to see if mm. they turn up tonight. Mm. So, um, mm. tomorrow. I'll, Sunday night, actually. Mm. Yep. Yeah, all right, boys. That's it for uh, the final whistle. Thanks uh, for your company on the SMS and all your calls as well. Thanks to Peter Philopoulos, the CEO of Perth Glory, for joining us tonight. Melbourne City defeated Perth Glory 5-1 at Amy Park. That is the final whistle. So remember, Carlos. We were Puerto Rican girls. Hang out. We were there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba. We were there. Wherever there. there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet. We were there. Wherever gringos play football. We were there. We are the Four Diegos. Olé. Olé.